Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee Podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this podcast episode. I'm Simon, and today I'm joined by Louis. And Louis has two businesses, uh, Technoline and also Louis the Lens, which we're both going to hear about those a little bit later on. Uh, Technoline is the business that you've had the, the longest, Louis, and uh, 19 years, eight months. Congratulations on such a long time in, in having the business. And that's about technology support for consumers and small businesses. Tell us a little bit about what got you into that village and what's uh, so into that business and what has been the I've got to ask this question now because I won't think about it later on. What would you say has been the secret to being in business so long doing that? Uh, you know, the secret is uh, listening to your clients and solving mm. their problems. Yep. Um, I, mean, I can't no. believe it's been 19 years. Though. That, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always a bit of a shock, isn't it? When you go back to your LinkedIn profile, and you think, really? Is that how long I've been in business? Yeah, 19 years, eight months. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. What, what got you into into that business tell us a little bit about the backstory before we start talking drinks and what we're drinking in our daytime and in our evenings just tell us a little bit about the backstory to that there's a there's a couple of backstories i was working as a graphic designer and production artist for about a dozen years and, and towards the end of that career um i was feeling unhappy a lot of the time uh, I, I tell people I, I basically had one too many prima donna art directors mm -hmm. that I worked with, and it inspired me to, to do some searching. I, I worked with a business coach, and uh, it suddenly dawned on me that I was happiest when, you know, the computers were breaking down. And the pecking order broke down too. And so these art directors were now, um, you know, coming to me because they knew I was tech, you know, technically adept. Yeah. And the business, you know, their business was suddenly ground to a halt. And I was able to analyze the situation and solve problems and get things going again. So that so that that's backstory one. Backstory two is that um, I had experienced being the end user, working with. Uh, can I cuss on your show? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can always okay. uh, bleep it out. Okay, great. Um, you know, I I had been uh, an end user, um, and, and and some of these tech guys who were helping us were just complete assholes uh right they they knew that they knew and they knew that we didn't know and they yeah. lorded over us <laughs> right and and so i i never i never forgot that um it, it made me want to 
compete against them and to treat people with respect that that you know everyone deserves i don't, I don't care yeah. uh if, if you're a complete uh computer newbie you know whatever people people say how they're computer illiterate you know it it, it really doesn't matter i'm yeah. i'm here to to hold their hand through those painful technology moments yeah, and it's it's interesting what you said there about the prima donnas of of this sort of design world, and yeah, technology is a great leveler, isn't it? You know, when something doesn't work technology wise, everything just comes to the same level of being broken and needs fixing. So I love that. Thank you, and and I just want to uh, point out that most art directors are not prima donnas. It just uh-huh happened that uh, in, in my particular experience, I, I ran into a couple and, and I think it was, um, you know, it, 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 it helped inspire me to look for what I really wanted to yeah. do. Yeah, great. Now, I know obviously you're, you're in California, your, your weather is much, much warmer than, than ours, as I record this here in the UK. You know, we've had a pretty abysmal summer. It's been pretty cool, around about 68 degrees for most of the summer. Uh, perhaps, you know, we've had a couple of hot days, but not too many. And your, your favourite drink is iced water, you were saying, just before we, we started the, the show. Is the is the ice it just because of the temperature, or is there any other reason that you like the the ice in the water? Uh, you know what? I, it's because of the temperature, but it but also the sound. Uh, okay. You know, the, the the ice cubes make a nice sound, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, if, if there's time, I'll, I'll I will actually share you a a cold brew recipe. You know, back from my coffee drinking days. Okay, that's great. It's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting you said that when you talked about the sounding. I don't know, listeners, if you did the same, but I went straight to a beach somewhere probably in Mexico, and I could hear the sound of the ice in the glass as they poured the Coke over my Bacardi and Coke. Uh, and there is a particular sound, isn't it? Even when you're pouring you know, a drink over ice, there's a particular rattling in the glass, but there's also that sound as the, the cold drink goes over the ice as well, doesn't it? And it crackles and pops, doesn't it, as well? So, yeah, you took me straight back to the beach and, and the sunshine. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, my pleasure. Yeah. So what kind of drinks do you have when you're not, um, you know, sat at your desk and you're not working? You know, is there something you like to drink with a meal uh, when you're going out socialising? Tell us a little bit about that kind of uh, drink that you like. It's well, I, I guess I'm I'm just pure boring as far as drinks because when you know when when we go out, you know, I'll I'll get ice water. Uh I like lemonade or uh you know, some of the some of the flavored lemonades like a strawberry or watermelon or yeah. mango, you know. So uh and, and I'm not a health uh, I, I'm not a health nut by any stretch, but I do, um, you know, be, because 
uh, caffeine drinks are sort of uh, a self-destruct mechanism for me. So I, I okay. do kind of steer away from them. Yeah. And uh, I just naturally yeah. crave pure, pure water. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, as you were saying that, I, you know, I went back, I, I used to be in construction and I remember working on a construction site and the, the, the site manager uh, had a son who was a laborer on there mm -hmm. and Mario uh, was, I'm trying to think it was Andreas. That was it. And this young lad was the nicest young man you could ever wish to meet. Polite, well-mannered, um, butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. But you know, if he went out and just had one beer, mm -hmm. he he turned into an animal. He oh, was no arrested. Kidding. He would throw, you know, uh, trash lids through windows. He would do something. And it, it wasn't because he was drunk. He literally, you said they're self-destruct. Uh, yeah. He had some kind of reaction to alcohol you know listeners you're probably thinking what what's this guy talking about but you know it literally was jackal and hide it didn't need much just to tip him to the point where uh, he completely almost blacked out and became this completely different individual uh, and he went on self-destruct probably not the same as self-destruct you're talking about but you know we all drink because of how one we enjoy it and two how it suits us and how it suits our lifestyle as well don't we we do it, you know, my, my dad, uh, who's 97 years old and you know, living with my mom in the retirement hotel, yeah. um, he always jokes about drinking whiskey. I mean, he never drank, he, he wouldn't touch whiskey, but, um, but we, we joke about it. And, and so I offered to, to bring him a whiskey and, and I even, I, I was going to start a tradition in the family that when, when you get ancient, um, your child will present you with a bottle of whiskey when you give up driving. Right. And, yep. um, you know, so I, I took my dad's car away a, a few years back and, and I was tempted to buy him a bottle of whiskey, but he, he wasn't that interested. So I, I, I didn't do it. No, no. <laughs> So thinking about um, either of your businesses, uh, either Technoline or, or Louis Valens, what's mm -hmm. been the, the latest or most significant thing that you fixed in your own business? What have you been working on that you'd like to tell the listeners about something that you've, you've done in your own business? Um, so I've been working with a, a, couple, a couple of coaches yeah. for, for my technology business. I work with about three or four teachers for my photography. Yeah. And um, I am spending way more time working on my business. I know that's a, a catchphrase these days, yep. but it's a good one. Um, I'm pivoting in my technology business away from uh, what's called a break fix model yep. more to manage services. Okay, so uh, it's, it, it's emphasizing the importance of a relationship yep. with the client uh, and doing preventive care, 
uh, backups, uh, security. Yep. And, and that, that requires a commitment both in terms of the user-friendly IT guy and, you know, the client. Sure. You mentioned there working with a couple of coaches. Now, as a coach, I'm always intrigued. And I know many, many guests on this podcast have been coaches and consultants. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got two coaches. So I've got a business coach who helps me with, with my business. And I've got a marketing coach. The business coach is in, in Texas, um, in Dallas, actually. She's moved to Dallas. And my marketing coach is in Sydney. So you couldn't get much more opposite sides of the planet than where I am here in the UK. Right. How is it? been for you working with these couple of coaches anything you want to share about how you can one find coaches that can help you particularly if you've got two and you're working with at the same time tell us a little bit more about that and how it's benefited you okay so um my it coach is a gentleman named tim taylor um his company is called taylor works he's in orlando florida And um, I met him because his son um, works for a a company that that supplies me with backup solutions. And we were talking early in in the pandemic. um, And 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 so I was it, it was suggested that I reach out to Tim uh, to help, uh, streamline my business, you know, to, and, and to kind of move away from a, a stagnated place yeah. that I was in. Yeah. Um, and then Dina Patton is somebody I met through the shank minds group, you know, which is an online mastermind group, uh, yeah. that Peter Shankman, uh, runs, uh, he, he's out of New York and, um, I connected with Dina because we were, uh, we were listening to a presentation of one of the Shank Minds members and Dina interjected at a certain point and, and recommended, Hey, you know, you could take this 40 minute presentation and cut it down to 20 minutes and I can help you with that. And, and, she was a, a real dynamo. Okay. And, and so I thought, you know, I, I need to talk to this lady. Mm-hmm. And I talked to her and we just hit it off. And she's, she's like a b- general business marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so each of them, each of them uh, approaches from a different angle yeah. um, and addresses something that I need. Yeah. yeah. And, and how about, sort of Louis Villens then, because you know, I can see from your LinkedIn profile that I'm looking at here on screen, you've been doing that since 2014. So um, tell, tell us a little bit more about what you're working on in that. You know, if, if you're developing this different model in the, you know, in the Technoline and you know, you're, you're pivoting, as you say, and working more on the business, and I love the fact you're doing that, and it is such an old cliche, isn't it? But it is still so important, listeners, if you think that that is old fashioned and you shouldn't be working on your business, think again, because it will be eternal. That phrase will carry on until life with us and the universe is no more because, you know, everybody should work more on their business. But tell us a little bit about Louis Valens. 
Okay, so uh, Louis the Lens is, um, I would say, focused on events. Uh, it's not my main way of starving my family, so I get to <laughs> pick and choose a little bit. Yeah. I, I actually do a lot of pro bono work, um, and I'm focused uh, on the military and veterans yeah. uh, and their families. I'm a lifelong civilian and I was feeling for, for a long time that I, I wanted to do something, you know, to, it, it sounds corny, I know, but I, I, I wanted yeah. to serve somehow and I wanted to um, thank the people who are, who are putting their lives on the line. I think that's commendable. Yeah. And, and um, so uh, as life often does, situations presented themselves and um, I got very involved uh, photographing, you know, military events and families. And yeah. I, I, I've uh, had the privilege of, of going up in a Blackhawk three really? times. Wow. Uh, you know, and, and meeting uh, you know, these people are the most extraordinary people I've met yeah. and yet ordinary. It's a really interesting hmm. dichotomy. Yeah. Um, and then I also, you know, I, I, I like to shoot parties and, uh, you know, bar mitzvahs, weddings, wow. um, you know, not, I'm not the typical wedding photographer. Okay. By yeah. You know, I'm yeah. more of a, a documentarian, okay. you know, yeah. the fly on the wall. Uh, and it's interesting, listeners, you can't see the, the background that's behind Louis here, but, you know, there's a, a lovely blue sky with a little bit of clouding it with, you know, an American flag hanging there. And you were telling me earlier on that this was um, also taken at an event, a veteran event. Yes. Uh, and, you know, around the world, I think we've become very, very aware of pe people's mental health. Um, and, you know, we, we sometimes forget that, you know, the pandemic has been something very recent. And, you know, a lot of people have reached out because of mental health issues. But for many, many veterans, this has been going on for centuries, hasn't it? Where, you know, they go to war and they don't get the support that they need and the support that they deserve, you know, after you know, giving so much for, for their country, whichever side they're on. And it's something that is so um, undercovered, isn't it? You know, uh, you know it, everything else seems to hit the headlines and, you know, gets the coverage that it needs. But this is something particularly I've seen over the last 18 months here in the UK has sort of just other things have become bigger headlines. Yeah. Have, are there any thoughts you've got on that and anything that you recognize from going to some of these events? Have you seen any change or people saying anything in common? Um, in the circles that I travel in, there, there is a tremendous awareness of uh, PTSD and, and veteran suicide. And, and people are talking about it a lot. Um, and I believe that it's filtering out to the general public. Yeah. And I know I've done this in my life where 
I, I was putting these soldiers on a pedestal, right? We and, and we do that. We we think of you know their their bravery and their heroism. Um, and when we take the time to talk to to talk to them to, and and to let them speak, you know, we we suddenly realize, oh, you know, these are these are people just like us, you know, who who were um, thrown into difficult situations. Yeah. And they deal with it, and that's what that's what makes them so extraordinary. Is the way that they're they're just like the rest of us, and yet they they have something within them that that they rise to the occasion, yeah. and and we we need to keep that in mind and and be compassionate. Uh, yeah, and, and so I, I think that's something really important there that you know. Uh, I've realized just by hearing you say that, and I'm sure the listeners have as well, that you, you're right. You know, sometimes we we sort of see a lot of the veterans in the news and on TV that, you know, uh, we see as heroes. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry if I'm saying anything that's upsetting anybody or condescending, but I think it's really important that, that all veterans are people and you can talk to people. And if you've got somebody, you know, and it's made me think about this, you know, in the village where I live, you know, it's a very small village, but I'm sure there are people that are veterans in, in the village and in the town nearby that actually would just love to talk to somebody yeah. and they don't want to be special. Okay. They might go out for a special event and wear their medals and a uniform, but the rest of their time, they just want to have a chat. They just want to talk. They just want somebody to, to listen to them and, you know, to, you know, to perhaps have a conversation back. And not necessarily about what they've gone through, but just life in general. Yeah. Um, my my friend Tucker Smallwood is a, a Vietnam vet, and he got wounded like to, to within an inch of his life. It, it, I mean, it was a miracle that he survived, and it, it was a long road uh, yeah. for him. Uh, and, and we used to go to these events. It was an open mic um, every month. And it was basically veterans and uh, friends of the veterans. I used to, to photograph it and, and also play harmonica. Right. Uh, and um, one of the, at, at one of the open mics, Tucker mentioned uh, a friend of his who, who had recently passed away, a guy named Jim Northrup, um, who's a Native American. And um, it inspired me to look him up. Mm -hmm. And he's actually on YouTube if you look up Jim Northrup. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, he, he talks about his so soldier experience and, and, um, letting letting the soldier speak right and, yeah. and and so for him it was important to to get the message out you know let them speak you just have to listen yeah yeah so that's jim northrup yeah northrup um 
Okay. He was an Ojibwe tribe, I think, in Minnesota. Okay. Um, Great. Well, well, we'll we'll take a look at that and uh, take a look at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. YouTube that. Yeah. Um, but if if any of the people listening to this do have anybody nearby, if you have any friends, perhaps you haven't spoken to them for a while, perhaps because of the pandemic. Wherever you are in the world listening to this, you might be estranged from them. You might not have seen them for a while. Just reach out, have a have a call, have a chat with uh, them. And anybody else that you feel might be slightly down as well. Um, you know, I think that's that's really important. Going going back, uh, Louis, if we can, to sharing some some tips with listeners. You've obviously got a huge amount of experience in uh, technological support uh, and helping consumers and small businesses with computers, software, backups, you say security. If you could give the listeners one tip or one lesson that they could do, it doesn't have to be tech-wise, it could be just be something you've learned in your business. What lesson do you want to share with the listeners today? Uh, well, since we're talking to listeners, I would say be a good listener. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, pro- provide value. Uh, make sure you're charging enough to keep your your business going. That's something uh, mm. people That's forget. Critical. Yeah, they do. Right. You yeah. gotta you gotta make money. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, your 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 doors are gonna close, and then you how are you gonna help people? Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's such a true word, isn't it? You know, if you can't keep the doors open, how are you going to help people? So you, you mentioned there listening and you mentioned that right at the beginning of this podcast about, you know, the way that you, you know, listen to your clients and, you know, you've, you've looked at what they they need from you as a business. How would you explain to the listeners that perhaps they can improve their listening skills when it comes to business? Um. I would say, and this is actually something I learned from a, a BNI podcast, uh, to be present. Mm. And you have to tell yourself, yep. right? because we, <clears throat> I know at least for me, and I, I don't think I'm special in this regard. Uh, somebody will tell you something and it reminds you of something else. And then you're off to the races and you're no longer, you're, you're no longer there. Completely agree. Yeah. Right. So, uh, when, when you're talking to somebody, uh, put whatever's in your hands away, put it down. Uh, and, and these are really basic common sense things. They are, but they're things that we very often, we look for the complexity of things sometimes, that we, we look for the new shiny thing, which is bright and it's complex and it's got to be worth its money. But we very often miss the basics that you're teaching us here of working on your business, you know, listening, being present when you're listening, uh, you know, so, such important things that sometimes we have to go back to those basic common sense my, my strapline in business, Louie, you, you won't have probably seen this, but my strapline in business when I first mm-hmm. became a coach was enabling common sense to become common practice. I love that. Because very often it isn't. Very, very rarely. Oh, yeah. Um, so being, being present, listening, uh, what would you say 
to those who say, okay, I, I, I think I'm a good listener, I am present, what sort of connects that listening back to the business or back to their clients? Is there anything you can give, any experience of you, you've had of um, any kind of connectivity, feedback, communications? I mean, particularly in the industry that you're in, uh, communications is is key. A anything you could share that makes that final connection between listening and actually doing what we've just talked about, you know, making it common practice? Um, so recently, uh, at, at the suggestion of Dina, my coach, mm. um, I sent a survey out to um, basically my entire mailing list. Yeah. And um, aside from, I, I had a sense of how people would answer the questions, but um, one of the unexpected results is that I heard from a couple of people that I hadn't heard from in years. Really? Okay. Yeah. And, and so we, we reconnected. Um, one of them is a, a residential real estate agent she had no idea I was a tech guy <laughs> because I, you know, she had hired me as a photographer for uh, a party that, that she and her husband uh, yeah. threw. Uh, okay. Right. And, and, and she was doing a customer appreciation party, right? It was, right. yeah. And, and you should interview her. Uh, <laughs> and, and, um, and so it allowed, you know, it, it presented the situation where, you know, innocently, you know, sending out a, a survey, doesn't matter what was in the survey, right? But it, it was a chance, right. to, it, it was a listening exercise, right? Yeah. What are your pain points, okay? Yeah. And, and that, um, had a tangible result of not just learning, you know, what my customers' pain points are. Yeah. It also resulted in reconnecting with with old clients and friends. Yeah, great. And it's interesting you said that. Uh, this morning, um, my time, I was uh, doing a, a group session with a set of businesses who were tech and digital businesses. And one of them, well, both of them actually, both for the critique session, brought along some Google forms as surveys uh, mm -hmm. and very different aspects of that. But that's actually one of the things we talked about that, you know, because some of them said, who should I send it to? Should I send it to my A clients and my B clients? And I said, send it to everyone because you never know when somebody you haven't worked with for a long while is going to come back. So I'm really glad that you've said that you've reinforced what my group session was all about this morning. So thank you for that. Oh, good. So if, if people want to connect with you, if people want to find out more about what you do, how you can help them, um, where would you send the listeners? How would you ask the listeners to reach out to you? Uh, they can go to my websites there's uh, technolean.com okay. and there's louisthelens.com. Great name, yep. They can follow me at louisthelens 
on Instagram. Okay. Um, and I think I'm pretty easy to find. Yep. Well, I've sent you a connection request on LinkedIn. So uh, I saw that. I need, I need to do about to send you the details of the podcast later. So, uh, yeah, search for and and your surname is K A T Z. Yes, that's correct. Yep, that is correct. And it's Louis L O U I S. Right. Well, Louis the lens is actually L O U I E. Ah, okay. Oh, that's worth knowing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So search for Louis, connect to him, reach out to him, um, and you know, have a look, see what he's about, see what he's up to. I think there is going to be some great information, some great advice that you're going to get there. And of course, you and I connected through uh, the BNI networking as well, business networking international. So I should imagine if anybody listening to this is a BNI member, which I know many are, um, they can probably find you on BNI. Uh, Correct. Can they? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. So if you were going to have your next ice water, yes, uh, plain water or flavored water, if you're going to have that in a dream location, and for many of us, you know, we're starting to move around the globe a little bit. Some of us are getting away on staycations, vacations. If you could have it in a dream location, Louis, where would that dream location be? Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, last night my wife was watching uh, this French movie uh, called Priceless. And uh, the, the character... Um, wanted her boyfriend to take her to the Maldives. Ah, okay. Yep. And, you know, every photo I've seen of the Maldives, it looks like paradise to me. So yeah. I'm going to say I would like to have that glass of ice water, you know, um, with, with my wife, Penny, uh, mm-hmm. on, the, on the Maldives. Yeah. And, and I said, you know, Sorry, go ahead. You, you do know, I'm leaning forward here because you do know, I know if she listens to this podcast, she's going to expect you now to take her there and have that dream, don't we? Well, you know what? If you send me enough of your listeners, we might be able to do it. <laughs> there you go. There you go, listeners. So we're on a mission. We, we need to uh, uh, send Louis and Penny. Did you say your wife? Yes. Yep. So we need to send Louis and Penny to the Maldives by giving them enough listeners to this podcast and uh, boosting the business and getting both both these off the off the deck there amazing so by the way yeah um i i would love to hear from your listeners whether like even if they don't need any photography or or tech support true i i love to hear people's stories fabulous yeah so particularly i mean on instagram and on the social media that's a perfect place to share those stories with you so uh, yeah tag louis in or connect with louis that would be absolutely great quick question for you then if if you're having this uh, ice water in in the maldives maldives what time of day is your favorite time of day to do that you know you're going to be sat there with penny in the morning uh yeah at lunch or perhaps in the evening as the sun sets I, th- I think we're gonna. I, I'm. I'm. Uh, that's tough. Tough decision because I'm thinking in your when you're in a place like that, you probably want to get up before dawn and just uh, 
maybe stretch out in a hammock uh, <laughs> yep. a, 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 until the sun goes down. Yep. So it might be, we, we might just go through a lot of water. Yep. Yep. Well, that's the best answer I've had for the dream location of, of just keeping the water coming all day long. So uh, right. yeah, Sun, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go with sunrise to sunset. That's a good answer. Okay. That's a good answer. So thank you very much for, for giving your time. You've given us some real reminders of what we need to do in our business and what we need to do in our lives, you know, in our business of you know, getting that help, getting those people on board to get the basics working and you know, making sure that you're carving out that time to work on your business to also reach out. You know, as you said there, if we can serve other people, and we can find a way of using our skills, which we enjoy, and just listen to people as well. I think the listeners, you know, each and every one of us can go out there and have a conversation with somebody, you know, whether it's a veteran, whether it's somebody in need, whether it's somebody down on their looks, whether it's somebody we know who is just down in the mouth that just needs somebody to talk to, have a conversation with, and just to listen. Uh, and you know, just to, just speak to them as people. I think that was very important that you said there, Louis, that... You know, the, these are just people that just want to be spoken to. So that's great. And of course, you know, when you're listening, be present. Uh, and who knows, you know, find a way of getting feedback, uh, find a way of asking questions and look for those tangible results, but also look for those unexpected results. And you've given us so much. Uh, and yeah, sunrise to sunset is my favorite now for, for the rest of this uh, podcast series. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for giving up your time. I really do appreciate it. Well, I, I appreciate your uh, extending the invitation. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah. And listeners, of course, you know, as you know, this is part of my mission to help businesses around the globe be better aware. We've done heaps of that, better educated, some good tips that you've got to take away uh, and accountable. So don't just listen to what we've said. Go out there and put it into practice you know, go out there and work on your business, implement what Louis has shared with you here and reach out to people who need it and who need those conversations and do something with what we've talked about today. And as always, I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you. Thank you.